Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Thomas Youngen. Today I will be talking about Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, specifically focusing on the song Night Moves from the Night Moves album. Robert Clark Seeger, commonly known as Bob Seeger, was born on May 6, 1945 in Detroit, Michigan. He grew up nearby in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Seeger, a passionate singer, songwriter, and guitarist, played in several bands as a teenager. Since he grew up in close proximity to Detroit, he was strongly influenced by soul and R&B music, along with rhythm and blues. Here is a Motown song released in 1968 by Marvin Gaye entitled, I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Taking inspiration from these influences and using his own creativity as an artist, he was able to carve out his own niche sound, which can be described as soulful, earthy, passionate, heartfelt, and lyrical. Many believe that his lyrics are inspired by the working class of America. Seeger is still strongly associated with Midwestern working class values to this day. For example, General Motors has featured his song, Like a Rock, in advertisements for Chevrolets for a long time. America is still the land of rugged individualists. I, I was strong as I could be. I Nothing ever got to me. And every one of them demands something different from their Chevy truck. But they all want the same thing. The most dependable, longest-lasting trucks on the road. Seeger began to release records in 1966 and gained decent recognition around the Detroit area, but his fame did not spread beyond there. However, once he assembled the Silver Bullet Band, his backing group, in 1974, his music began to spread like wildfire. Once on tour, Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band built up a national following all over America. Seeger hit his peak popularity in the 1970s and 80s, and has had some remarkable achievements throughout the years. His album, Live Bullet, from 1976 stayed on the Billboard charts for over three years. He also had seven consecutive top ten albums, including Night Moves in 1976, Against the Wind in 1980, and Like a Rock in 1986. However, things started to slow down. The members of the Silver Bullet Band were unstable throughout the 1980s, so the amount of touring and recording they were able to do was reduced. In the 90s, Seeger and his band only released two albums. He then took a sabbatical from the music industry for about 10 years to spend time with his wife and two young children. In 2004, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Likely motivated by this honor, Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band started to tour again with the new album, Face the Promise, in 2006. Flashing forward a few years, 
The album Ride Out was released on October 14th, 2014, becoming Seeger's 17th studio album. Perhaps the name of the album revealed his coming of age and desire to retire at the time, or, quote, ride out, unquote, of the music industry. After all, he was 69 at the time. Ride Out was only his second album without the Silver Bullet Band. Three years later, the album I Knew You When was released on November 17th, 2017, the last day of Seeger's Runaway Train Tour. On September 18th, 2018, Seeger announced his final tour named the Travelin' Man Tour. This tour included many of the cancelled tour dates from the Runaway Train Tour, as Seeger had to cancel them because of back surgery. Seeger himself told Rolling Stone in 2011, quote, What can I say? I can't do this much longer. My manager is 70. We've been together for 45 years now, and we need to stop pretty soon and turn it over to the Kid Rocks and M&Ms. I guess we're in the final stages here, end quote. He is now 75 years old and wrapping up his career. Today, however, we will focus on the time when Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band were in their prime, specifically the Night Moves album. Released on October 22, 1976, this piece of art was Seeger's ninth studio album and the first ever studio album that Seeger officially credited the Silver Bullet Band on. In an interview in 1976, Seeger, with his long rocker hair, confidently talked about how himself and the Silver Bullet Band had not been subsidized by any record companies up to this point. They paid their own bills. In the clip, he seems to be very proud of this, and rightfully so. In this interview, Seeger makes it clear that creative freedom is extremely important to him and the band. They didn't want music companies to have the power and to be able to, quote, call the shots, unquote, for the band, as they feared that this may push the group in the wrong direction, or in one that Seeger and the band didn't intend. Bob, you've just released your 10th album. 10 albums. Now, I don't know how many rock people can boast that, but still, a lot of people say, who's Bob Seger? Uh, what about that? Well, part of the reason we've been able to do 10 albums, you know, and not really be, you know, be superstars or anything like that is, is that we've never allowed ourselves to be subsidized by any major record company. We always, you know, paid our own bills and went our own way and if you know instead of flying around and having big road crews we drove and so on and so why forth. why when you could have an easy easy trip well because we enjoyed the music we felt good about the music but we didn't i've seen a lot of bands go up fast and go down fast because they 
they go in debt to people and then people start calling the shots on them and we always wanted to call our own shots so you know I guess it took us a lot longer to do it that way but things are starting to happen now very definitely what besides Chuck Berry who would you consider uh, to be uh, influencing factors in your music James Brown was really the first major influence on me James Brown the uh, used to see him in 1965, 64. He would bring his review into Cobo Hall mm -hmm. in Detroit, mm -hmm. and I'd be one of the few white people in the audience. <laughs> and I'd go and, and see him play, and, and he just so much show, you know. And, and the band would do all these exotic stops and breaks and, and, and high volume and low volume things. Mm -hmm. And uh, dynamics is, is the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. He was a big influence on me, uh, probably the biggest, you know hard singing and soulful. Of course, Motown, because I'm, I'm from Detroit, you know. Yeah, yeah. What I'm trying to say is black music, probably more than white music, really, for the most part. You know, Chuck Berry, Little Richard. Mm -hmm. Never was a big fan of, of Elvis, really, except for, like, his early records, like Hound Dog, the hard ones, mm -hmm. you know. A lot of your, a lot of your writing <clears throat> seems to be recounting of very personal experiences. Uh, Lately it is, yeah. <laughs> Any special reason for that? Uh, no, just uh, searching for lyrics that you can sing with conviction, you know. I guess that's what I've been trying to do, mm -hmm. you know, more than anything else. Just lately with Night Moves and with Beautiful Loser. Mm -hmm. Beautiful Loser was an album we did, uh, you know, three albums ago. Mm -hmm. Really wasn't autobiographical, but a lot of people saw it that way, you know. And, it, and after all, people will take what they will, you know, from whatever you write. Seeger called out how he has seen a lot of other groups go downhill because of this situation, which can cause a lack of creative agency. Seeger also talked about his musical influences, naming Chuck Berry, Little Richard, and James Brown. Seeger explained a time when he was in the audience while Brown performed, proudly stating that he was, quote, one of the few white people in the audience, unquote. Seeger greatly appreciates Brown as a musician, specifically his dynamics and soulful singing. But it wouldn't be nothing, nothing without a woman or a girl. You see, man made the car Seeger was mainly influenced by music made by people of color, which is music that he found extremely heart-wrenching and deep. Elvis wasn't quite his cup of tea, besides harder-hitting, powerful songs like Hound Dog. This creative agency that Seeger and his band worked hard to protect did not fail them. The Night Moves album was a hit and ended up selling over 6 million units and soared to number 4 on the Billboard charts. Although Seeger was a regional success in areas like Detroit, Pittsburgh, and Chicago, locations near his hometown, Night Moves was the breakthrough for Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band, driving his success to a national level. Punch Andrews, Seeger's manager and producer, actually did not want to produce the song Night Moves. 
He wanted the song to sound more commercial and be more digestible to the general public so it could serve as a huge breakthrough for Seeger. Andrew sent Seeger to the Nimbus Sound Studio in Toronto, Ontario. Interestingly enough, the Silver Bullet Band didn't take part in the official recording, but rather Canadian backup singers and musicians did. Andrew's strategy seemed to work, as the Night Move song was the first and biggest hit off the album. The album became Seeger's second to become certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America and was his first to be certified platinum by the same association. It later became sextuple, or six times, platinum certified. Written by Seeger himself, Night Moves is a song that is all about looking back nostalgically and reflecting on adolescent love. Night Moves is based around an affair that Seeger had when he was 19 years old in the summertime. His love interest is described as a, quote, black-haired beauty with big dark eyes, end quote, in the song, who Seeger later revealed to be an Italian girl that was one year older than him. However, her partner eventually returned and they married, leaving Seeger in the dust and brokenhearted. Even so, Seeger's feelings didn't just fade away as he was drawing inspiration from this woman for his music for over 10 years after their fling. Seeger later told journalist Timothy White that many of his early songs were written to impress this special girl. Many people think Seeger's popular song, Like a Rock, the one from the Chevy advertisement earlier, is about the same girl. Night Moves is played in the key of C major. The song starts quietly with Seeger playing a riff on his acoustic guitar similar to classic ones played by the Rolling Stones and one of his identified influences, Chuck Berry. A little too tall, could have used a few pounds. Tight pants, points, hollering down. She was a black-haired beauty with big dark eyes and points all her own, sudden way up high. Right off the bat, Seeger is looking back on his teenage years. He ran track at his high school in Ann Arbor, Michigan, so he had a relatively lean build and, quote, could have used a few pounds, unquote. We also hear the first reference to the Italian girl I mentioned before, who was Seeger's muse for this song and other work. Fashion from the 1950s and 60s is also mentioned in the opening, such as tight pants, which were often jeans, and pointed shoes. Summertime. 
song and story begin to escalate as we enter the chorus. A bass guitar and drums come in, eventually followed by the entrance of a piano. The whole concept of night moves is a sexual reference, yet it also has to do with adolescence and growing older. Teenage years are uncertain times in life. Seeger and his lover are, quote, working on mysteries without any clues, unquote, trying to figure out what life and love are all about through experimentation. In an interview with Rolling Stone, Seeger reflects on these teenage years, quote, it was probably my favorite time. Up until high school, I was super shy, and then I developed a bunch of friends across town and came out of my shell. After that, it was 12 years of doing 250 to 300 shows a year in various bars, universities, and gymnasiums. End quote. Although he became a very successful artist, growing old entails a lot more work and responsibility. The song also starts to tell the story of a fun summertime, something we probably all find nostalgic and can relate to in some sense. Seeger also references his, quote, 60s Chevy, unquote, in this part of the chorus. It is really funny how Seeger did this all the way back in 1976, and now his music is featured on Chevy advertisements. The song's lyrics also provide imagery of cornfields, which add to the Midwestern earthy vibe as well. We were in love, oh no, far from. We were searching for some high in the sky song. We were just young and restless and bored, living by the sword. And we steal away every chance we could. Back room to the alley or the trusty woods. I used to have shoes. As the chorus continues, more instrumental layers continue to enter the picture. Female background vocals emerge, correlating with and painting a picture of Seeger's female love interest. An organ follows soon after, making the auditory experience feel more exciting, extravagant, and fun. By now, lots of musical factors are occurring at once, just like the thrilling relationship that Seeger had. Teenage years are often awkward, sad times full of, quote, teenage blues, unquote. However, these are also times where a lot of growth occurs in one's life due to new experiences and experimentation. This relationship seemed to be a way for Seeger and his love interest to let off some steam, relax, and have some fun during the summertime. Seeger also says that they were both, quote, used, unquote, each other, but neither of them cared. They were, quote, just young and restless and bored, unquote, and clearly lived on the edge and had fun with their fling. Seeger paints the picture of this relationship as more lust and less love, singing that they, quote, weren't in love, oh no, far from it, unquote. This is followed up by the lines, quote, 
we weren't searching for some pie in the sky summit, unquote. The concept of, quote, pie in the sky, unquote, can be traced back to Joe Hill, a laborer who wrote poetry during the 1900s. This is a metaphor for the promise of heaven, or a goal or dream that is desired but unlikely to be achieved. Perhaps Seeger wasn't looking for full-blown, perfect true love at the time, but rather to have a little fun. The lines, quote, and we'd steal away every chance we could, to the bathroom, the alley, the trusty woods, unquote, show their recklessness and willingness to, quote, steal away, unquote, sneaking out to private places to be together. Steal away is likely a reference to a song by Jimmy Hughes, a primarily rhythm and blues artist, that came out in 1964 with a song called Steal Away. Hughes's song was about begging his lover to sneak out so they could make love. actually has two bridges, an idea that the song Jungle Land by Bruce Springsteen sparked in Seeker's brain. This serves as the first bridge of Jungle Land. The next part serves as the second bridge of Jungle Land. Two hearts beat, soul engines running through a night so tender. In a bedroom locked in whispers of soft refusal, and then surrender. In the tunnels uptown, the rats on dream guns him down. The shots echo down them hallways in the night. No one watches and the ambulance pulls away. Where's the girl shuts out the bedroom light? Outside the streets on fire in a real death walls Between what's flesh and what's fantasy And the poets down here 
taken on a stand But they wind up wounded Not even dead Tonight In Jungle Beneath The city When interviewed by the Rolling Stones and asked about this, Seeger explained, quote, I had the first two verses forever. It took me six months to write it. I just kept coming back to it and was like, nah, that's not it. Then I heard Jungle Land. I remember calling Henley and saying, have you heard Jungle Land? It's still one of my favorite records, unquote. In the beginning of the first bridge, there is a slowdown in the song's momentum, but the instrumentation quickly picks back up. However, this pause evokes a change in scenery. This part of the song still represents his experience in the summer of 1962 with this girl, which is still full of excitement and energy, just like the lightning and thunder. You can almost picture Seeger and his lover within a dramatic thunderstorm scene, where despite potential danger in being soaked, they are so infatuated with each other that they don't even pay attention to the storm. You can feel Seeger's sense of nostalgia for this time in his life in this section. I woke last night to the sound of thunder How far off I sat and wondered Started humming a song from 1962 Ain't it funny how the night moves When you just don't seem to have as much to lose Strange how the night moves With autumn closing in This is the second bridge. There is a near complete stop in the song. With a slower tempo, Seeger begins singing again accompanied by quiet strumming on his guitar. Seeger awakes to the quote, sound of thunder, unquote, and comes back to reality and out of his memories with this girl. He starts, quote, humming a song from 1962, unquote, clearly remembering moments with his lover and reminiscing about them. Seeger thinks it's, quote, Funny how the night moves when you just don't seem to have as much to lose, unquote. He is shocked about how much time has gone by and contrasting the difference between his life in 1962 as a teenager versus when Night Moves was created over 10 years later. Seeger also mentions that autumn is closing in. Fall as a season is often representative of death and ending. Seeger remembers how the approach of autumn meant that the affair and all the summer fun of 1962 was coming to an end. All good things do come to an end, but this doesn't have to be a scary thought. After the hardships of winter, spring will always come. New life and joy will one day reemerge. While the first bridge provides more nostalgic moments between Seeger and his lover, the second bridge provides a modern-day reflection of his nostalgia. I think we can all relate to reflecting on old times when our lives seem simpler. Even if life wasn't simpler, people often look at the past as better than the present. 
Nostalgia is a major theme in the song and in much of Seeger's other music. Night Moves is quite interesting, as I feel like we get to hear the voices of both old Bob Seger back in 1962, but also Seger when he created this song. The best way to describe the ending of the song is passionate, heartfelt, and soulful in terms of the instrumentation, and especially Bob's vocals. You can feel the raw emotion, which is a mix of sadness, happiness, and many other emotions, in his voice. Seeger realizes that although the affair is over, he is still happy because it happened. It is forever gone, but will always exist at the same time. The memories transcend beyond life, similar to a theme found in Frank Ocean's White Ferrari. There are many lines that carry this theme in the song, such as, quote, I care for you still and I will forever, unquote. Quote, I'm sure we're taller in another dimension, unquote. And, quote, clearly, this isn't all that there is, unquote. Ocean also sings that, quote, mind over matter is magic, unquote, as he believes that the love between him and his previous partner lasts forever and goes beyond the physical boundaries of life. Ocean dreams of the day that he and his lover will be, quote, free to roam, unquote. I'm sure we're taller in another dimension You say we're small and not worth the mention You're tired of moving, your body's aching We could vacate, there's places to go Clearly this is it All that there is can't take what's been given But we're so okay here, we're doing fine Mama Just a 
Night Moves by Bob Seger is a song that manages to be fun, lively, yet deep at the same time. Music like this must come from the heart of the artist. Bob Seger pulls this off because he puts his all into his music, as seen by his raw musical talent as well as his songwriting ability. Thank you very much for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you listen to the next episode. See you soon. Bye.